Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem Feedback and Insight Share number 82. We're going to continue the theme of Feedback and Insight Share number 81, talking about the importance of healthy self-esteem and confidence in marriage. Overall in life it's important, but especially in marriage. We talked about the problems that come up in life and in marriage when someone is suffering from low self-esteem. And the few things we mentioned in the previous year is that there's a lack of simcha, a sensitivity, a hypersensitivity to criticism, over-response to flattery. You know, someone with low self-esteem is likely to be excessively overwhelmed when others praises them, praise them, or they'll disbelieve sincere praise, or they'll be hypercritical, or they'll blame others, or they'll become very secluded and so on and so forth. Another aspect of how low self-esteem could affect negatively a person in life and in marriage is some of them may have a tendency from that towards boasting and seeking status. When a person lacks intrinsic good feelings about themselves, they'll have a strong need to boast, to give them an illusion of importance. Look at me, I'm important. Of course you're important. HaKadosh Baruch created you you have true value. You don't need other people to view you as important. When you seek status, it's a sign that you don't value yourself sufficiently. A person with low self-esteem will do things to gain status, while others with high self-esteem will do the same thing, but for different reasons, for a higher motivation. For example, if someone wants to help people and in a healthy way wants to be a doctor, They're doing it because they want to help people and be a doctor, not because they want to have the PhD, you know, in their title and put a plaque somewhere, and so on and so forth. And some people that have a strong feeling of inferiority feel a need to make up stories and lie about the success and accomplishments. Another thing that could happen when a person has low self-esteem is that, that they complain a lot more excessively how others don't treat them with respect. As a general rule, a person who says, you don't respect me, they need to increase their own sense of intrinsic value and worth, that you're worthy of respect, so you have your own self-respect. Of course, it's not pleasant when other people mistreat you, but it won't break you. It won't affect you in a negative way. You may get annoyed. That's normal. But it won't change. It won't break you to the core. Another thing low self-esteem does is it You have a tendency with that to lean towards negative behavior. When you look at yourself in a negative light, I'm a bad person, or I can't control my anger intrinsically. I'm a nasty person. You know, you tell yourself that all the time, this this feedback, then you basically, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And when you learn to feel good about yourself as a person, you learn that you have a kayach in you to change. And you learn not to, when you have high self-esteem also, you'll have an intolerance towards unacceptable behavior. Someone who has low self-esteem will tolerate more unacceptable behavior that others have. So just like this is a part that really is sad part of it, but it's also true that just like we said in the beginning of last feedback and over here, that a high self-esteem could help 
a marriage, enhance a marriage, to make a marriage beautiful. It also it helps that if Khalila it is an abusive situation where one of them is abusive, then then the other one who has low self-esteem, it'll suffer a lot more. While they if they learn how to develop their positive self-esteem, they'll have the strength of character to help stop that negative treatment. And if they have to leave the situation, they'll leave the situation. But sometimes it's, Baruch Hashem, not necessary. And sometimes, very often, a high self-esteem in a healthy way will basically convince the other spouse this has to stop. And they do it in a healthy, normal way. So there's a story, an anecdote, which I'm not going to say here. You could read the book. But more or less, you had a situation where the husband was generally verbally you know, he was a nice person overall, but there were times when he lost his temper that he was ver- verbally abusive. And he used to attack his wife and point at her, his, her faults in a very not nice way, in a very vicious, put-down way. And the wife was discussing this. And what she did was, with therapy, with things that that she learned she learned to stand up for herself in a healthy way. What's interesting here in this particular anecdote, he brings down an interesting story. It's Kedai, I think, to have this in mind, um, that she heard a story that during the Holocaust, a mother and her teenage daughter were on the way heading to Auschwitz. And the mother told the daughter like this, that you need to remember this. They can take away everything from you but they can't take away what you yourself put into your mind. So in other words, you develop the fact that you're your boss over your own mind. And if you're struggling with that, then get help with that. Whether through therapy, whether through a mentor, whether through exercise and work, until you work on that point where you learn to be a balabas over your own mind. And the wife realized now, my husband, he may be abusive, say negative things to me, but I am going to choose whether I accept that or reject it. And I know I'm a good person, and I'm going to reject it. I'm going to reject those negative, harsh comments that were said towards me. And what happened in this particular case is that the husband again started attacking her, calling her names, and she stood up for herself in a calm way and said, you're talking very abusive, you sound like a Nazi almost, cut it out. And he was a decent person over, overall, although generally when he was angry, he, did, he was bullying. And the wife says, so he said, I'm not a Nazi, what are you, why are you calling me a Nazi? And, and he, she said, of course you're not. So stop talking like one. And in this particular anecdote, the husband hopped this and was really shaken by it. He realized that he, without realizing it, he overstepped his bounds here. He was really being abusive. Not all the time, but when he got angry, he was being abusive. And he had to make a choice. Either he'll treat his wife with respect going forward, or she will demand a divorce and leave. Husband said, I don't want to get divorced. I'm willing to go to marriage counseling. I'm willing to work on my anger. I'll do everything it takes to make the marriage work. And I didn't even realize 
the extent of the damage I'm doing, and now I'm going to improve. Now, it doesn't always work out like that, but you, but she was able to tell that he really was genuinely sorry at this point and was willing to work on himself. The bottom line of all of this is, is that there's no downside of developing healthy self-esteem, believing in the Maimer Chazal, that every person is chayef to say, B'shvili never ha'olam. That because of me, the world was created. Yes, there's another paper on the other side that says, Anoichi offer ve'efer. So it has to be done with an humility. But the bottom line is, is that a person needs to feel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves them, that they have intrinsic value, no matter what. They have intrinsic value. And that is tremendously important. The Torah's perspective is that every person has unlimited intrinsic worth. It's not conditioned on your intelligence or your knowledge or your wealth or your popularity or your looks or your health or your weight or your emotions or any other factor. You're created in the Creator's image. You're a child of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He is our Father. He is our King. He is our Creator. He is the sustainer of the whole universe, and He is sustaining you. The world was created for you. You have to feel that reality. You have to acknowledge that reality. And if you need to improve things, you ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to help you improve things, but even that can be done with a healthy self-esteem. And um, they talk about it a lot in the secular world. So it makes sense that in the Torah world, people will make fun of self-esteem because the Goyim, the non-Jews, very often use it in a negative way. Usually when they have self-esteem, a lot of schools of thought what self-esteem means, everything's okay. You could do whatever you want. And there's no responsibility whatsoever. That's their view of self-esteem in many circles. But healthy self-esteem means that there is accountability. There is a Kaddish Baruch Hu that you have to be accountable for, 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 you know, too. He does expect you to behave in certain good ways. And if you don't, you need to improve yourself. But bottom line, the push comes to shove. All of this comes from the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu values you. And he wants you to become better because you're special. You're special the way you are, even when you're overweight, even when you have the bad midas, even when you're whatever it is. But he loves you anyway, but then he wants you to work on it and to become the best you could possibly be. It seems like a paradox. Unconditional love, but then I'm not happy with that. I want to improve. It's sort of like there's one of the strangest things, but actually works. When someone said, I felt crushed and I felt terrible and, and I, 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 I misused drugs and overweight and everything and I was in really in a bad state. And at one point I looked into the mirror and I looked at myself and said, you know, I love you. God loves you. And it went into them. It went to the core of their being. And then they looked at themselves as, you're beautiful. Hashem loves you. Now you could change. In a weird way, it's paradoxical. 
that if you have that true acceptance, that doesn't make you complacent and say, okay, I'm happy the way I am. God loves me the way I am. And that's it. No, this acceptance helps you if it's done the right way, that it gives you the kayach to radiate that self-respect and to grow and to develop. Another side of healthy self-confidence that helps in marriage and in life is, and Rizal Pliskin puts this very, very, very powerfully, and remember this, this is a big, big yesaid. When you look at yourself, what do you look at? How do you see yourself? You have to see yourself as a soul that has a body, not that you have a body that happens to have a soul. In other words, you look at your essence. Who are you? You. You are the mortal soul. The chelik mal mamush. Any imperfection that you have, financially, physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, while living in this world, are layers on top of that pure soul that you have to work through and try to correct. But it does not take away at all from the soul level, from the purity of the soul level of who you actually are. There's a panemius of the neshama that is indestructible, that is not tainted by any type of hate whatsoever. And you use that to give yourself kayach to rebuild your life and to build your marriage as a result. Every time you touch a mezuzah, you have a self-esteem boost. It has says Shema Yisrael in there. Hashem Echad. Echad means you're part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're part of every person that exists. And you are connected with the person you are married to. You're both created in the image of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You and your wife are HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children. You and your husband are HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children. And this is very, very important. And to end off right now with this particular shear is it's very important to avoid saying or doing things that decrease your spouse's self-esteem. You need to build up each other's self-esteem. Look at the good in each other and build that up. Even as we talked about in the previous shiurim and Be'ez HaShem in the future shiurim, that you could and should address problems. You don't bury it under the rug. You could discuss issues. You could talk about things that are bothering you. You could talk about weaknesses in each other's characters that you need to work with each other on and work on yourselves on and express these things. Like we talked about all along. That's okay. But that doesn't take away of a major work that a husband and wife need to do for each other as well which is to build on your self-esteem with one another. Build each other up. Build each other up. Not criticize, not always putting the other person down, not belittling, but raising, encouraging. And that is a tremendous help that you could help each other with the self-esteem, with the healthy self-esteem that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. Again, we're going to stop here with this. We mentioned that a few Shalom Bayes Shurim in between these feedbacks also about self-esteem and the importance of it. We'll get back to it. And Bezat Hashem, like I said, there's so much to talk about, about healthy confidence and how to develop it. That's so important overall in life, 
which will automatically come to help marriages as well. And as Hashem, I'm going to have time, I'll hope to do this, uh, but I can't veer too much off the Shalom Bayes topic right now. But as is Hashem, I would love to have separate shiurim on building confidence in people, helping people with that, because it could help tremendously with Simcha Sachayim, with Menucha Sanefesh, with bringing out one's personal calling in life and being happy with it. And the HaKadosh Baruch help that we should all feel this and see our Tafkid and be happy with it and tap into the strengths that we truly, each one of us has, and ultimately all our marriages will improve as a result of that higher self-esteem that we have and we build for each other. Hatzlacha and bracha.